This audio is brought to you by Muslim Central. Please consider donating to help cover our running costs and future projects by visiting www.muslimcentral.com forward slash donate. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Alhamdulillah wa salatu wa salamu ala rasulillahi wa ala alihi wa ashabihi ajma'in. We praise Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala upon all conditions. We send blessings and salutations upon Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, his household, his companions. We ask Allah to bless them, to bless every one of us, and to grant us delivery from this pandemic that has taken over. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala have mercy on us and grant us every form of goodness. Ameen. My beloved brothers and sisters, we talk about justice. When we speak about justice, generally people think it doesn't refer to me or to you. They would think perhaps it's referring to someone else and maybe it's referring to those who judge between people. But a sense of being fair, a sense of justice within the system, within the mind, within the communications and the relationships we have is something that is a pillar of Islam. Every week we hear the following verse. Inna Allah ya'muru bil adli wal ihsani wa ita'i dhil qurba wa yanha'anil fahshai wal munkari wal baghi يَعِظُكُمْ لَعَلَّكُمْ تَذَكَّرُونَ Allah instructs you to be just. Allah orders you and commands you to be just. Al-Adl. Every aspect of justice is included in the term Al-Adl. And then Allah says, وَالْإِحْسَانِ And then Allah orders you to be good, to be kind. So if you look at the order of this verse, Allah asks you to be just and then he says, you should be kind as well. And then Allah says, you should take care of your relatives. Whenever people are in need, the first thing that you and I who want to reach out to them should do is to look at your own relatives, your kith and kin, your society, your family, and then broaden the circle. Which means if I am a person whom Allah has blessed in one way or another, and by the way, every one of us is blessed in our own unique ways. Even if you think Allah has not given you, Wallahi, if you were to ponder, you would realize that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has blessed you in ways that He did not bless others. You may have something unique, you need to look for it. It may not be money. When people say Allah has blessed me, Normally they refer to material items, which is one of the worst things you could refer to as a mu'min. If materialism and technology and advancement had any merit in the eyes of Allah in terms of being blessed, the one who would have had the most would have been the Prophet Muhammad wasallam. Yet he didn't even have running water from a tap. If Allah wanted, Allah says, if 
If Allah willed, Allah would have given you much more than all of them. Allah would have given you gardens beneath which flow rivers of all sorts. But Allah says, nay, subhanallah. Allah would have given Muhammad the latest of all. There were no vehicles at the time. There were no aircraft at the time. Yet he arrived in the heavens with the Burak by the will of Allah. May Allah grant us a little bit of an understanding. So remember, when Allah has blessed every one of us, we need to make sure we use that blessing to reach out firstly to our own family. Our own family. Allah gave you brothers and sisters in the case of many of us. And Allah may not have given you brothers and sisters, but He may have given you children or He may not have. The point is your closest circle is most deserving of your kindness. So Allah says, Ita He wants you to reach out to your relatives and then broaden the circle. If there is a problem across the globe, I am taught to reach out to those who are struggling in Yemen, in Syria, in Afghanistan, in Pakistan, in Sudan, wherever else it may be. But charity definitely does begin at home. If your own family is struggling here, start off with them and Allah will bless you. That's what Allah says. So if you take a look at our lives, we have interactions with one another and we have friendships over and above the blood relations that we may have. At times things will go wrong. They have to go wrong. They were planned to go wrong hundreds if not thousands of years before you were born as a test to see whether you will pass or fail your name is written as pass or fail and you continue into the hereafter you will get your results just like when we do a little covid test in order to travel and we're waiting with our hearts perhaps in our throats at times because you have a sore throat or something and when the result comes out and it says negative you're so excited and when it says positive you cancel your travel plans that example is cheap but because it is a current example it is something in order to bring it closer to your mind that i've delivered you and i ultimately need to go to Jannah. We need to go to paradise. You will only go to paradise when you have served Allah justly on earth. And when justice came before your families, before yourself, before your relatives, before anything, a lot of people have a major problem where they will tell you, I know that you are right, but I cannot side with you because on the other side is my brother or my father, or my sister, or my relative. Therefore, I know what is right and wrong, but I'm going to side with my family. That's what it is. When that happens, my brothers and sisters, we have lost the Akhirah. Allah tells Dawood alayhi salam, Ya Dawood, inna ja'alnaka khalifatan fil ard, fahkum bayna nasi bil O Dawood, we have made you a vicegerent on earth. So judge between people with total justice and don't follow your whims and fancies or your desires because that will lead you astray from the path of Allah that leads to paradise. Allah is telling this to a messenger of His. What about you and I? My brothers and sisters, 
follow the path of Allah. Follow the path of justice. Whether it is against yourselves, your families, whoever it may be. Listen to what Allah says. Ya ayyuhalladheena amanu kunu qawwameena bilqisti shuhadaa lillah. ولو على أنفسكم أو الوالدين والأقربين إن يكن غنيا أو فقيرا فالله أولى بهما ولا تتبعوا الهوى أن تعدلوا Powerful reminders the Quran to some of us means nothing besides a melody Unfortunately it just means a melody, beautiful verse, well recited, good tajweed. What else? That's besides the point. Even if you had no tajweed, but you practiced upon the Quran, you will go to Jannah. Subhanallah. May Allah grant us to become truly from amongst Ahlul Quran, those who practice upon the message of the Quran, whether you like it or not, whether you're going to lose whoever you're going to lose because of justice. As a Muslim, you should be prepared to lose your father, your mother, your brother, your sister, your friends, a relationship you may have built over decades. You should be prepared to lose it totally for the sake of Allah and justice. What is right is right, even if it is yourself. Allah says, O you who believe, stand firmly for justice, even if it is against yourselves. That's what Allah says. anfusikum, Or your parents, or your relatives. That's Allah. Subhanallah Rabbil Alameen. Allah says, whether they are wealthy or poor, Allah comes before them. That's the verse I just read now. Why? Some people side with the rich. They say, I know you're right, but that guy is loaded. La hawla wa la quwwata illa billah. Have you heard that before? I know you're right, but I'm going to lose some money. Lose all the money. Because that money is going to lead you to Jahannam. La hawla wa la quwwata illa billah. Lose it. It's okay. I don't mind. I really don't mind. I consider it a total absolute honor to break a relationship with someone on the grounds of justice. It is an honor, total. And we will arrive on the day of Qiyamah with a chest by the will of Allah that is clean and clear and a heart that is salim. Like Allah says about the day of judgment. That day when your children and your wealth will not help you, the money won't help you, your children, your relatives, your family, nothing will help you. The only person that will be safe that day is the one who came with a clean, clear heart between them and Allah. They worshipped Allah alone and Allah came first for everything in front of everyone. Alhamdulillah. May Allah grant us a sense of justice. Some people fire those who work for them in an unjust way. I'm not saying you cannot release someone. You release them from work. But when they are owed something and you don't give it to them, Wallahi, you might think you got away with something. Mashallah, you were smart, weren't you? Allah is always smarter. You might get away with murder in the dunya, never ever in the akhirah. It is coming to catch you. You know, Umayya ibn Khalaf, a dua was made against him by the Prophet ﷺ, Allahumma sallit alayhi kalban min kilabik. Oh Allah, send upon him a dog from your dogs. La hawla wa la illa billah. Which means, let him struggle and suffer 
because of something dangerous that he did. One day when he saw a wild animal like a hyena coming in his direction, he told his friends, I know I'm not going to make it out of this. Why? He was haunted by that prayer. He knew this is my death. And guess what? It was his death. Here you have the Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, making a dua against someone. And guess what? He knew the day it came. This is it. My brothers and sisters, when you have harmed someone and wronged someone, your day will come. It is coming. When it comes, you will know this is my day. But it might take 10 to 20 years. The Pharaoh, according to one narration, it took 40 years. When Musa alayhi salam made a dua against him, it took 40 years, according to one narration. But when his day came, he knew it was the day. Allah says, oh, now you want to turn to us. But all along you were corrupt. You were filled with that which was distant from Allah and distancing others from Allah. Allah says, sorry, it's too late. May Allah grant us forgiveness. When you treat people, treat them fairly. Your family members, your in-laws, your daughters-in-law, sons-in-law, mothers-in-law. It's no point for us always picking on mothers-in-law. Sometimes and growingly, the problem is the daughter-in-law. لا حول ولا قوة إلا بالله. I, we will never side with someone who is wrong. But at the same time, when giving advice, we will give a balanced advice to say, you know what? It could be this, it could be that. Subhana Rabbi Al-A'la. When you go through a divorce, big deal. What do I mean by big deal? You're not the first person who divorced. You're not going to be the last one. Divorce is probably 60 to 70% in our communities. It was planned for you before you were born. Allah already knew. Part of your examination, we're going to be asking you 5,000 questions. Here they are. It was set for you, cast in stone and beyond. So when something happened to you, it was just Allah watching. This was planned. Now, how are you going to react? As a result of that divorce, if you have wronged someone in child custody or access, you will pay the price. If not today, then tomorrow. But the price is going to be paid. Don't think you're too smart, you're too wealthy, you're too powerful, you're too good looking to get away with things. You may temporarily get away. Allah will come for you. When a thug tells you, I'm coming for you, you will not sleep. One who is the owner of the universe, when he tells you, I'm coming for you, what makes you think that you're at ease? Do the people of the towns feel secure from the punishment of Allah that it overtakes them at night or in the afternoons while they are asleep? Allah says, watch out. We're coming for you. We're going to get you. When? When you haven't stood up for justice. When you have wronged and oppressed people, it will never last. If you're a judge in a court, I tell you one of the worst things that can ever happen is for you to be corrupt. And what is even worse is 
When some of us actually go up and spend thousands of dollars bribing the justice system that is corrupt in some countries where we go and pay money to people within the system, be it the magistrate, be it the, the PP, be it any judge, perhaps in the high court or supreme court or wherever. If the system in any country happens to be corrupt, number one, the country will not progress. Number two is we will be punished for oiling the system. Sadly and unfortunately, it is said that the Muslims are quite guilty of some of this corruption. Hence, I stand in a masjid telling you, my brothers and sisters, behave yourselves. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us goodness. The money you've spent bribing, Allah has spoken about it in the Quran. Clearly saying you're going to be paying the price for that. It's a clear cut verse. How can you allow this to happen? Just because you want to usurp the right of someone else, you end up bribing people. Allah says that justice is coming. Brothers and sisters, what's the point of coming for Jumu'ah every week? What is the point? Do you know? It is in order to get your dose of a powerful reminder with the gloves off to tell you, you need help and so do I. That's what Jum'ah is all about. That's the reason why we're speaking in English, a language you can understand to tell you Jum'ah is all about the message, the khutbah. You're not even supposed to be greeting each other while the khutbah is going on. Primarily, it's supposed to be in a language you understand. Hence, we have this talk because you need to get a jolt and go back feeling I need to change myself. That's what it is. Otherwise, you're wasting your time coming on a Friday, listening to niceties. And as soon as you walk out, there's nothing you've actually gained. What's the point? Wake up, my brothers and sisters. The gloves are off. I have to improve. And so do you. Learn to address people with respect. The youngsters have road rage. For what? What are you trying to prove? You might have a nice car. That car's not going to save you from death. In fact, it may be the cause of your death. Behave yourself. Be people who have sound morals and values. Reach out to others. The Prophet ﷺ says, and I'm going to end with this hadith by the will of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The Prophet ﷺ says quite clearly, when he heard, سَمِعَ جَلَبَةَ خَصْمٍ بِبَابِ حُجْرَتِهِ فَخَرَجْ فَقَالْ you know, he heard a sound of people arguing outside his door. So he came out and he saw them arguing over the ownership of something. He says, I am a human, I will listen to the two of you and I will judge according to what I've heard and according to the evidence. But sometimes some people are more eloquent in presenting their case. So I might think for a moment that this person perhaps is one who is right. I'm warning you, he says, if I have ruled for anyone and they know that this judgment is wrong, wallahi, he says, it is a hot piece and chunk of the fire of Jahannam. Take it or leave it. When the two of them heard it, neither of them wanted the item. The one says no. The other one says no. Why? 
because they know their Jannah is at stake for something that costs just a little bit. You're arguing over a thousand rands. You know what? Even if it's mine, never mind. Take it, I don't mind. Because when you look at it, and I'm not saying it's not your right to go and get your, your dues, but I'm saying in, in a case where you have worked out, it's negligible. And you know what? What am I losing? What hasn't Allah given me? Allah has blessed me with more than most people. Like I say, all of us, that's the case. And so you're going to argue over something small. It might be that you were wrong when you go to the Akhirah. Guess what? It will be too late to argue over there. The worst thing you can tell someone is I'm going to catch you on the day of judgment. Because when you go there, you might have just found out you were the one who was wrong. Sort your mess out here. The Prophet ﷺ says that, O oh, children of Adam, O oh, mu'mineen, sort your problems out now before you come to a day when the dirham and the dinar will not help you. So let's get back to the, the verse I read at the beginning. And that is a verse we hear every week. I was saying, what's the point of coming to Jumu'ah when you don't even stand for the verse that is recited so many times that you know it off by heart. Inna Allah ya'muru bil'adli wal-ihsani wa ita'i dil-qurba. I told you that to many of us, the Quran is just a melody. Because you know what? Wallahi, I'm not joking. To a lot of us, to the majority of us, if I were to tell you, what does Inna Allah Ya'muru Bil Adli depict? You will say, it depicts the end of the Jumu'ah Khutbah. That's what it means to you and I, right? If the Imam says, Inna Allah Ya'muru Bil Adli Wal-Ihsani Wa Qurba, everyone's saying, yeah, you start sitting up a little bit and you're getting excited. You say, oh wow, the Juba Khutbah is early today. And I know, by the way, I was given the timing, so don't worry, we won't exceed that. So I will also end this by telling you, my brothers, Allah commands you to be just, no matter what. Don't take risks, be just. A day will come when you will pay. And by that time, it's going to be too late. La hawla wa la quwwata illa billah. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect all of us, starting with myself. May I correct myself. And then every one of us. May Allah grant us goodness. And the reason why Allah mentions goodness second is because you can never ever go to a person and say, you know, I know what's right. Never mind, just be kind. Be good. Allah asks, asks us to be good and to be kind. Hey, hang on. Allah said, be just, and then He speaks about being kind. You cannot come and blackmail me by telling me, be kind, be kind, and I must forego justice. No ways. That comes first. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us ease. And justice is what is right or wrong in the eyes of Allah. That is justice. So even if you have a ruling issued by anywhere else, if it is against what Allah has ordained, it is not justice. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us goodness. And may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala help us. You know, I'm just thinking of ending that verse. Allah says, Yanha anil fahsha'i wal munkari wal baghi. Allah prohibits you from that which is immoral, from that which is evil, sinful, and that which is transgressing the limits of Allah. That's what he said. Aqulu qawli hadha wa sallallahu wa sallama ala nabiyina Muhammad.